This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Spotlight. Ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Cinematic Sound Radio Spotlight. This week, we're going to feature the music of composer Bear McCreary. McCreary attended the, the prestigious Thornton School of Music at the University of Southern California, where he completed degrees in composition and recording arts. However, his professional training came from film music legend Elmer Bernstein, McCreary was one of Bernstein's selected protégés and learned the tools of the trade, working with and orchestrating for the maestro. During which time, he reconstructed and reorchestrated Elmer Bernstein's 1963 score for Kings of the Sun, which we played on our previous Cinematic Sound Radio Spotlight, which featured re-recordings of music composed by Elmer Bernstein. McCreary shot onto the scene, scoring the incredibly popular remake of Battlestar Galactica. It's a brilliant show, and if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you check it out. Now, Battlestar debuted in 2004, and since then, McCreary has written music for 17 additional TV series. Can't be certain, but he just might be the most prolific TV composer since 2004. On top of all that work, he's also scored Hollywood features like Rest Stop, Wrong Turn, and the Europa Report. He's also worked on Small Independent Fair, which includes the most recent angry video game nerd, the movie. McCreary has also dabbled in video games, providing music to such games as Dark Void, SOCOM 4, U.S. Navy SEALs, and Defiance. I really don't think this guy sleeps. And in 2013, McCreary founded Sparks and Shadows, a boutique record label specializing in soundtracks. In its first year, the label burst out of the gates with eight albums, including digital and physical packages and two singles. And just in case he's not busy enough, he creates video blogs on his website, keeping fans up to date on current episodes of television series that he's working on. He's a down-to-earth guy, a brilliant composer, and is always testing the limits of his music in unique and interesting ways. On this special edition of the Cinematic Sound Radio Spotlight, we'll be focusing on Bear McCreary's music from television, and more specifically, music from shows scored by McCreary that has been released on CD or digitally. So, unfortunately, we don't have sweets from The Walking Dead or Outlander. We open this week's spotlight with music from his superb music from Battlestar Galactica, first aired in 2004. And more specifically, we're going to listen to my favorite season, Season 3. McCreary's music for this series is creative, 
complex, daring, smart, inventive, and emotional. It's one of the finest modern-day scores I've heard this millennium. I was at first dismissive of Bear McCreary and Richard Gibbs's approach to scoring this series. Now, just as a note, Richard Gibbs scored the original miniseries, and then Bear McCreary took over from there to score the rest of the series. And Richard Gibbs' approach was to use more primal, uh, less symphonic, more taiko drums, far eastern sounds, sounds that got as far away from the original Stu Phillips sound as possible. Now, as I said, I was dismissive of this approach, but then a fellow film music fan introduced me to a track called Storming New Caprica from the Season 3 soundtrack. Now, at this point, I hadn't seen the show. Once I heard that track, I was instantly converted. In my opinion, it's one of the greatest action cues ever composed. And then when I finally heard it in context when I caught up with the series, it was absolutely thrilling. Now, as I made mention, the sound for this series is uh, completely different than the 1978 uh, series composed by Stu Phillips. But I think Gibbs and McCreary's sound for this show was spot on. As I said, it's a percussion-led series of scores that I never thought in a million years would have worked due to my love for Stu Phillips's original Star Wars-styled scores for the original series. But for all the banging and crashing of taiko drums and various other percussive elements, there's a plethora of instantly recognizable new themes, motifs, and melodies that really have you coming back for more. For instance, McCreary's adaptation of Along the Watchtower is a stroke of genius. Again, if someone had told me that they were going to be adapting this Bob Dylan tune into the Galactica universe, I probably would have laughed and walked away. But now that I know where this track belongs and within the show, I couldn't imagine any other theme for the final five. Additionally, there's the tracks Admiral and Commander. That's just an emotional track, and that's what we open up with this suite with. It's a perfect theme for Adama, and his relationship with his son and the crew of the Galactica. As I said, some of the best stuff I've heard written for television. And now I'm very pleased to present an extended suite of music from the original television soundtrack to Battlestar Galactica Season 3 with original score composed by Bear McCreary.
the home for film, television, and video game music since 1996. This is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to this special edition of the Cinematic Sound Radio Spotlight, focusing on the television music of composer Bear McCreary. We're not going to play music from the TV show Human Target, and more specifically, Season 1. The show was loosely based on the Human Target comic book character uh, released by DC Comics. This series made its premiere in 2010, but was canceled in 2011 after the conclusion of the second season. The series follows the life of San Francisco-based Christopher Chance, played by Mark Valley, a unique private contractor, bodyguard, and security expert hired to protect his clients. Rather than taking on the target's identity himself, as in the comic book version, he protects his clients by completely integrating himself into their lives to become a human target. Bear McCreary actually earned his first ever Emmy Award nomination for Outstanding Main Title Theme Music for his theme to Human Target, and it's a fantastic, fantastic theme. Uh, McCreary's theme is actually influenced by a more traditional approach to action-adventure scoring. Each episode of the first season of Human Target featured as much as 30 minutes of music played by an average of 60 musicians. The finale of season one featured 90 players, making it the largest orchestra ever assembled for episodic television. McCreary had this to say about his score, that it was arguably the most ambitious, audacious, and shamelessly romantic score of his career to date. Now, when discussing the sound and how McCreary was going to attack the score, McCreary felt that the score would only survive if there was a delicate balance between drama, comedy, suspense, and action. And some of the films that served as an influence for McCreary were the Indiana Jones series, Lethal Weapon, and Die Hard. This is probably my favorite Bear McCreary score to date. And there is a three-CD set album that was released by La La Land Records back in 2010. It's a superb listen. And even with all this praise, Bear McCreary was actually let go as the score composer for season two and replaced by Tim Jones. Here is music from Human Target Season 1, original score composed by Bear McCreary.
This is Cinematic Sound On Demand. Welcome back to this special edition of the Cinematic Sound Radio Spotlight, focusing on the television music of Emmy Award-winning composer Bear McCreary. Up next is music from Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, a spin-off from the Terminator series of films. It revolves around the lives of the fictional characters, revolves around the lives of Sarah and John Connor, following the events of Terminator 2, Judgment Day. The series premiered in 2008 and ran for two seasons. Now, the films of James Cameron, especially Terminator, influenced Bear McCreary at a very early age. One of the first pieces he actually programmed into his Yamaha keyboard at the age of nine was the Terminator theme. So working on this series was a dream come true for McCreary. With Terminator being so close to his heart, McCreary's approach was to honor Brad Fidel's original two Terminator scores, but also push the boundaries with more warmth and depth to the music. With this series being a direct sequel to Terminator 2, the score needed to be tonally consistent with that film as possible. So lots of electronics and percussion were used in the scores. The percussion ensemble consisted of oil cans, whale drums, chains, anvils, brake drums, garbage cans, thunder sheets, tin cans, and, well, pretty much anything McCreary could get his hands on. McCreary filled out his orchestrations with an ensemble of electric strings. This quartet played together as an ensemble, but rather being mic'd in a room, they played through pickups that ran through amplifiers, and McCreary mic'd the amps instead. As I said, an incredibly creative composer. And yes, Brad Fidel's iconic theme was heard over top of the show's main title and was incorporated into Sarah's theme. And now, Bear McCreary's inventive music from Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles.
on the web since 1996. This is Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the Cinematic Sound Radio Spotlight as we're focusing on the television music of Emmy Award-winning composer Bear McCreary. Up next is music from a show called Da Vinci's Demons, a series that presents a fictional account of Leonardo da Vinci's early life. Bear McCreary is always looking for authenticity, and his scores for Da Vinci's Demons were meticulously researched to accurately represent the time period, however, without being bound to it. McCreary incorporated period instruments, melodies, and arrangements with more modern colors, including string orchestra, choir, percussion, and synthesizers. For this score, McCreary collaborated with the Calder Quartet, who brought their unique synergy and style to the intimate string writing of the score. McCreary created dozens and dozens of character themes, several which are actually historically accurate compositions from Da Vinci's day. McCreary strove to bring Da Vinci's genius to life through his music, draw out the mystery, emotion, and tension of his life, and write a score, draw out the mystery and emotion and tension of the series. Now, during McCreary's initial conversations with producer David Goyer, Goyer told McCreary that he didn't want to hear Renaissance music in the score. He wanted a bold, stylistic approach to match the contemporary tone of the visuals and editing style. McCreary's solution was to take the period instruments and graft them onto contemporary cinematic and classical sounds. He started with period instruments, but framed them in newer sounds. McCreary also went on to explain on his blog how he came up with the main theme. Leonardo's theme is a palindrome, inspired by the mere writing, writing backwards and forwards, that he was famous for. In music, this technique is an established trick called retrograde. The theme is the same when played forwards or backwards. And that bit of creativity and downright genius earned Bear McCreary his first ever Emmy Award for Best Main Title Music. This is a fun score, and I really hope you enjoy this suite from Da Vinci's Demons.
You're listening to the film, television, and video game music radio show, Cinematic Sound. Welcome back to the Cinematic Sound Radio Spotlight. We're focusing on the television music of composer Bear McCreary. To end the spotlight, we're going to listen to music from a superhero television series called The Cape. Now, The Cape was basically dead on arrival. It performed so poorly that the series finale for season one actually aired on NBC's website only. That's terrible. Even though the show failed, this marked another opportunity for Bear McCreary to return to the world of comic books, this time for superheroes. Since he was a young boy, Bear McCreary had always been a fan of superheroes. The music of the brassy fanfares of John Williams' Superman and Danny Elfman's Batman themes really inspired him. The producers and writers of this show actually loved classical superhero storytelling and suggested to McCreary that the music should follow in a similar classical approach. McCreary mentioned that the score would then require a lyrical live orchestral score loaded up on character themes. The producers loved it. They all agreed and went on to write a fantastic score for the show. While action cues and whatnot actually come rather quickly for Bear McCreary, writing the cape's main theme, though, was anything but. It took McCreary seven grueling days to come up with the cape's signature 11-note melody. The other character themes were rather difficult to create as well. McCreary actually spent half of the time writing for the pilot on just the themes. However, it all paid off in the end, and even though the series was cancelled, McCreary's wonderful score lives on on CD. This is another fine example of McCreary's diversity and creativity and dedication to the craft. I just want to thank uh, Bear McCreary, actually, and whether he's listening or not, I don't know, but his website is one of, uh, I think, one of the very best film, television, video game composer websites out there. All this information that I compiled for this past week's program basically all came from his blog. So if you thought I did some like crazy, intense research on this show, it's actually not that hard to find out all the information that you would ever need about every single project Bear McCreary has written for by going to his website which is at bearmccreary.com. He keeps it up to date. As I said, he always does video blogs after every episode of television that he writes. He's fantastic, and I wish him nothing but the best, and I really hope we hear more from him uh, in working in Hollywood and on big blockbusters. He's really one of the best composers working right now. And now to end off this week's Cinematic Sound Spotlight on composer Bear McCreary, here's his fantastic superhero score to the television show The Cape.